Hello and welcome to Adam Analyzes. My name is Adam and I'll be your host. So again, hopefully you guys are doing great and staying virus free and staying safe throughout all this. To the best of my knowledge, I'm doing good. So hopefully you're doing the same. And with the strange times that we're living in and everything, sometimes it can make you feel like you're in another dimension, a dimension of sight sound and bind. That's right. For this week's episode, I wanted to take a trip back to the Twilight Zone. And this is the second season of Jordan Peele's reboot on CBS All Access. And well, let's see how it turned out. As everybody may know, I am a huge Twilight Zone fan. If you haven't heard it on some of my past episodes here, I'm a big fan of this. I think the original show will never be touched, and it is probably one of the greatest TV shows to ever grace the TV screen. It was one of the strongest written shows of all time, and I think it's enduring, and I think that's actually one of the things that leads to all of the different reboots and rehashes to maybe not live up to the original's pedigree. With season two of The Twilight Zone, we get episodes about a long-distance psychic telekinetic relationship, and you also have some episodes about swapping bodies, being able to jump from person to person, a singer that comes in contact with a magical necklace and pendant that shoots them to stardom, and maybe they can't handle the stardom. And then there's also another episode that goes into the supernatural and psychic realm. And, well, that one had a pretty good twist to it. There's an episode about a squid that may be smarter than we know. And then also we have an episode where a couple goes and gets a visitor from another world and winds up having almost a second chance at a relationship with their child. But that's not all. We also get another one where a man is able to play God and improve his town through a model that is made of the town. There is somebody stuck in a time loop that's trying to make it right as far as having a relationship with somebody that is not reciprocating the same feelings. And the Canimate aliens show up as well. You may know them from the episode To Serve Man which is probably one of the most well-known Twilight Zone episodes and is a fun one. If you have never seen that episode, I highly recommend checking that one out before you check out the season finale that features the Canimate aliens. And thinking about it, I actually forgot an episode too. There's also one that involves a woman whose life seems to be going right and then all of a sudden life just stops. Literally, the world stops. And, well, the world may be real or not real in this one. I'm trying not to give too many spoilers away because some of the twists are actually pretty well done. I think this is a stronger written season than the first one. We also have some pretty awesome guest stars. Uh, We have Jimmy Simpson, uh, Jillian Jacobs, Morena Baccarin, Ethan Embry, Billy Porter, who you may know from American Horror Story, Joel McHale, Chris Maloney, Jenna Elfman, Damon Wayans Jr., Topher Grace, and Gretchen Maul. 
So obviously you've seen a lot of these people in other things and it's great to see that we're getting some guest stars here. I mean, we did have some in the first season as well. I like that they're continuing that tradition in the classic Twilight Zone sense that we're getting people we've seen in other things before. I do think it's kind of funny that Topher Grace actually appeared in Black Mirror and The Twilight Zone, considering I think that Black Mirror is probably a better Twilight Zone than what The Twilight Zone season one or two here is, but we'll get into that in a little bit. I think one of the things that needs to be stressed here is that it's very apparent that Jordan Peele is a huge Twilight Zone fan, and with him being the host and showrunner for this, I think they crafted some pretty good episodes here for season two. Granted, they're probably nowhere near as good as some of the other anthologies, such as Black Mirror. However, a lot of them do have a lot of that classic Twilight Zone charm, such as little twists at the end and stuff like that. That's one of the things that a lot of people, I don't know if they talk about it or not really, but the Twilight Zone had some great twist endings and a lot of them were jaw droppers. And when you get those episodes that you don't get the twist ending, then it's kind of disappointing. So in that way, they kind of work their way into a, a hole in the original series. And I'm glad to see that with this, they don't overdo the twist ending for the new Twilight Zone. And I think season two, as I stated earlier, is a better written product. I think the stories are more compelling. I think they're simpler. I know a lot of people complained about the first season for being too woke, which I can understand the complaint. I get it that there may have been too many social or political episodes in the first season. However, I think that they're important. I think it's important to tell those stories because those are very much in tune with what The Twilight Zone was set to do originally. Rod Serling was very much against prejudice and racism and very much against things such as being oppressed by your government. And that's very apparent in a lot of the older episodes. It's just, I think, a lot of people choose to forget those because they're only thinking about the to serve man episodes like where there's not a whole lot as far as a political statement on them but they're fun little sci-fi stories in their own right and personally i like both i like that the twilight zone gives me something to think about i enjoy the fact that it could you know scare you one moment, make you think the next, and maybe have you shed a tear or two by the end of another episode. And sadly, that is missing a little bit here. However, it's not so bad that it made me forget that I was watching a Twilight Zone-inspired product. That also just so happens to bear the name of The Twilight Zone. I think probably one of the best things about this, I think Jordan Peele is an awesome host. He does a great job as far as introducing and closing out each episode. It's actually kind of funny to me that we had four different versions of The Twilight Zone now, uh, five if you want to include the movie, and the movie did not have an actual host, but instead had the voice of Burgess Meredith, and then the 80s Twilight Zone did not have a host at all, just a voice. And, well, then we had Forrest Whitaker, who wasn't bad, but he didn't 
capture those Rod Serling-like movements the way Jordan Peele does. Jordan Peele was able to actually capture the classic Rod Serling type of movements and also managed to make the role his own. I think he's a fantastic host here for it, and I really hope that if they do like a third, fourth, fifth season of this, I really hope that he continues to do the hosting job. I know he probably will. I just hope he continues to stay on screen because he definitely has that charisma that carries through to really put a final capper on an episode. So the episodes themselves, uh, one that I really liked that was a standout that was probably not as much of a classic Twilight Zone as far as like feel or anything like that, but the twist ending definitely had that Twilight Zone feel to it. And that was episode five that was called Among the Untrodden. That one there, it kind of gave me some feelings of like Carrie mixed with like the craft or something. But the twist ending there was really good and I actually didn't see it coming. I wasn't watching that close to it as far as to expect a twist ending. But yeah, it uh, really did a good job. And the whole feel of the episode It did not feel like Twilight Zone at all, which I guess is a good thing and a bad thing at the same time. If I'm watching the Twilight Zone, I probably want to have an episode that at least feels classic to me, but it didn't. But then the ending, with the way it did play out, was very much in spirit with the Twilight Zone. So it's probably one of my favorite episodes here of this season. I think it's one of the strongest ones. I uh, actually think that one of the weakest ones is probably the one that was called Eight, and that's the one with Joel McHale. It was all right, but it goes a little bit too overboard, and I guess it's something that may have worked in the original Twilight Zone, but doesn't really work well here. And that's about a team that's trying to find an octopus, and this octopus is like a rare species it's never been seen before or whatever and well they find it and it turns out that they're going to use this octopus uh, whatever is in it to maybe revolutionize pain management for people there also happens to be a lady with the chinese government and she has her own things that she wants to do with this octopus and that is make octopus human hybrids Yes, I'm being 100% serious with that. It's silly, and you find out then the octopus is way too smart for any of this, and instead the octopus is trying to create a super race of octopuses themselves to take over the world. (laughs) I know I'm boiling it down to being really silly, and it kind of can be silly at times, but... It's one of those things that I thought it was an alright episode. I just just didn't like it all that much. And saying it now, it just sounds really, really silly to me. But, alright, whatever. (laughs) Let's get back to being serious. I think some of the other stronger episodes here were Downtime, uh, the, The Who of You, Ovation had a strong start, which is the one about the singer as far as receiving this magical pendant on a necklace from another singer. I think it was a 
great episode in concept, but I think they really failed on the execution of it. And it's a shame because I actually really wanted to like that one. But the twist ending, I mean, you see it coming probably 20 minutes into the episode. Maybe, I don't know. It's You catch it really early as far as how it's going to turn out. And it's not surprising at all. But you also have A Small Town, which again, I thought was an awesome episode. And the one with Damon Wayans Jr. playing almost God to his town and... It's very good, but it kind of fails by the end of the execution. I don't quite like how the episode turned out. Uh, How would I end that one? I don't know, but it was actually well done throughout the entire thing. However, by the end of it, it just kind of fell a little flat. And the same would be with the episode Try Try. That's the one with Topher Grace and trying to perfect one day in his life because he's stuck in a time loop and I'm guessing he will still be stuck in a time loop it's almost Groundhog Day-esque but I really didn't care for the psychopathic I guess turn of events by the end of the episode it didn't really work well for me specifically I guess because he's supposed to be a nice guy and then all of a sudden you find out that he's got some darker tendencies possibly or always wanted to try this out and it doesn't matter for him because hey every day is the same for him not bad but again it just kind of falls flat overall um i think a human face was good it uh, really gave me a classic twilight zone-esque type of feel and it also had a little bit of a monsters are due on maple street like even though i know in the episode A Small Town, there is a direct reference to the mo- monsters are due on Maple Street. And that has actually played out pretty good as far as the reference to that specific episode. But in a human face, uh, with the couple and they're grieving the loss of their daughter, it's actually really good with the way it plays out. I do like the fact that these parents are dealing with the loss of their child. And this alien comes there and it at once wanted to destroy us. However, it takes pity and kindness on the parents themselves and the loss. The mom wants nothing more than to just have her daughter back and she's willing to accept this alien as her daughter. And the father is not so keen to uh, accept what the alien is offering. So it plays out really well, and I think it actually has one of the truest classic Twilight Zone feels as far as all of these. Something does have to be said about the episode you might also like. That one there is the one that had the Canamet aliens, that had them return. And I think they did a good job as far as trying to make a sequel to a classic well-known episode. However, I think it's a little too far out there as far as some of its concepts. It does in some ways fit in the original episode as far as the to serve man and the twist and everything. I think the whole thing in the episode with the mystical egg and how that was born out of somebody wanting to do good. However, I don't know. There's not enough exposition here And the episode itself, 
it feels like it's kind of flat, like it doesn't uh, stick the landing, so to speak. It has some great buildup, and then when the aliens from the To Serve Man episode actually show up, it's a cool thing. However, it just doesn't all gel the way it should. I get what they were trying to do with the episode, however, it just didn't capture me the way I wanted it to. So there's actually a lot of good to come out of this show. There's a lot of bad, I think, as well. I think one of the worst things that they do is they pad out some of the episodes. The episodes here are ranging usually anywhere from about 40 minutes to about an hour. And I really think that the 35 to 40 minute mark is probably what's best for the show because I feel like with the episodes being no more than an hour, I feel like they kind of pad out everything. And that's one of the worst things. I mean, one of the things that we can think of is the Twilight Zone in its fourth season. The fourth season had one-hour episodes, and those one-hour episodes really do drag. And I know that they're ones that are not very fondly looked back on by a lot of people. However, there's some good episodes in that fourth season of the original run. But I think here with the new Jordan Peele produced Twilight Zone, I think we should get some shorter episodes, maybe double the episode count. I know that might be more expensive for them to do because they're going to have more guest stars and more actors, more set pieces, more scripts being written. But if they would double the episode count to maybe 20 and then just go and have them at roughly that anywhere from 30 to 40 minute in length, I think they would really have something great here. And one of the other things I do want to say is that with the first season, we did have a lot of those socially and politically motivated episodes. And I really do think that if we were to mix season one with season two, I think we would actually get a pretty strong, I guess, uh, set of episodes here because I don't think either season really works that well with the stories presented. However, if you were to jumble up the actual episode order from season one to season two, I think a lot of people would probably be more kind to this. And that's actually something that I'm thinking about doing, but I don't know what would be a proper way to actually watch every episode if I was going to watch the seasons out of order. One thing about season one that is incredibly cool is that you do have the choice to watch it in black and white if you would like. And I actually really like that they gave you that option. I'm hoping they do a similar thing here for season two, because I really do think that it might capture the Twilight Zone feel a little bit better if I have them in the original black and white. For example, I wouldn't want to see the original episodes colorized ever. I feel that in a lot of ways, the original first season here I really feel like that was them trying to figure out where they wanted to go. And I think with season two, they're headed definitely in the right direction, which has me hoping that CBS does renew this for a third season because I really, really would like to see a season that gives me those feelings of either the original Twilight Zone or even the feelings that Black Mirror gave me. And while I'm mentioning Black Mirror, I do think that that's probably the superior anthology. It does bring up more questions, but it's more of a technology-based 
show. But I do think that as far as some of the things that Black Mirror presented, I think they carry it through a little bit better than what the Twilight Zone does. Or this Twilight Zone, anyway. Uh, it's not better than the original Twilight Zone. There's nothing that'll ever touch that, in my opinion, in my book. But I actually do find it interesting that some of these Twilight Zone episodes are technology-based. And they do come close to Black Mirror territory. There are some episodes that can get kind of dark. Uh, there's actually only one that I really felt that was super dark, and that was the first episode. And it still wasn't even as bad as what Black Mirror can get sometimes, but it was just interesting because it was uh, unexpected. It was an unexpected, I guess, darker turn for the story, even though I was kind of guessing how the story was going to play out. I didn't think it was going to play out very happy. So while we do have those technology-based episodes, I would say they're a little bit more hopeful than what Black Mirror ever could hope to be. Even though I know that San Junipero episode of Black Mirror, I do know that that one seems kind of hopeful in a way. But yeah, overall, I think this season was a pretty strong outing for Jordan Peele and CBS All Access. I'm looking forward to a potential third season. I'm hoping it happens. I do like anthology shows as a whole, uh, to varying degrees. Uh, there are some that I don't have very fond memories of, such as the Ray Bradbury Theater and stuff. I don't like that a lot of those episodes never seem to end the way that they should. But I really feel if the writers can continue what they were doing here in Season 2, I really think they'll have something special potentially by the time the third season possibly rolls around but with that being said i think i'm going to close out this episode as a reminder you can find me on twitter and instagram at adam underscore analyzes also if you don't do the whole social media thing drop me an email at adam analyzes podcast at gmail.com i do take suggestions and requests so if you have anything for me just reach out season three of in our honest opinion is currently being hacked away at yes hacked away no, we're not hacking anything. But Will and I are still working on uh, trying to get some episodes out to you guys. So season three of In Our Honest Opinion should appear uh, in the very near future. And one other thing, if you do enjoy this podcast and like the sound of my voice, please consider giving me a five-star rating at the podcast listening platform of your choice. It'll allow me to continue to make some awesome episodes for you guys and also... It'll allow me to reach some new listeners. The other thing is, I simply just love those digital hugs. So with that being said, good night and be kind.